You should have gone to university, pal. Hey, perhaps an astronaut? Simo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hey everyone, it's Simon and welcome to episode 36 of the Thong Slappers podcast. Firstly, thanks for joining us. We hope you're enjoying the reboot of Thong Slappers. And Redman, here you go, mate. Hey, Simon, yo, yo. You're so crazy, you mow the lawn in a blackout with a fly mow. You've been spying on me. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome back to Australia's first and only dedicated streetcar podcast. How'd you like the steak? Mate, the steak was awesome. And the chicken with freaking chicken kebabs are good too. You're a bit of a culinary master, aren't you? We did eat a uh, fair bit of food. I'm fuller than a wanker's belly button. You know what the shoot thing was? I actually just looked at your belly button. Even though you were in a t-shirt, I was just kind of like, oh. That would probably dry like spack filler, wouldn't it? Would it just be like bogging up your belly button? Well, under the conditions of my uh, release to the community for my masturbation addiction, I already can't talk to you about it. Okay, that's probably a good thing. Anyway, mate, hammer and chisels are in the garage if you need to chip it out later. <laughs> hey, what we're up to today in episode 36, we're actually reviewing the December 2019 edition of Street Machine magazine, The Horsepower Bible. That has got Daniel Zabolik's silver HQ Monaro on the cover, which of course is the badass big block twin turbo, very tough. Bollocks, number plate. Bollocks. Yeah, yeah, bollocks is a bollocks. <laughs> great mag I've, uh, I've been pouring over it front to back it's a, it's a good one yeah no big time hey of course drag challenge has been run and done so we're not going to be like spoiler alerting anybody here uh harry haig won drag challenge overall in his hq the pop triple six but you gotta you know for this silver monaro first event out it did pretty friggin well eh considering hasn't had a lot of track time not a lot of testing and did all the road stages and stuff too so you know for a first year it did pretty bloody well i reckon that's crazy. There's just 3,000 horsepower streetcar. Yeah, exactly. And driven, you know, so that's very cool. Mate, getting straight into it, what do you got for the cover? Speaking of that, Monaro, what do you got for cover shot? What I like about the cover shot, obviously, is have a look at the sparkle on the front left headlight and the, and the bumper bar. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was pretty cool. There's a bit of accentuation there as well. It looks like a photo of a used car salesman. Flashes a rat with a gold tooth. That's it. That's it. It reminds me of that movie, um, Claudia Carvin, and it's like, is that Daniel the Lion Team? Well, that's Daniel our son. You know that movie and he gets the jag, the big steal. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, man, you've got to watch The Big Steel. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's on remi- my list. Reminds me of uh, Gordon Farquhar. That was actually the uh, character that was played by Goose out of Mad Max in that movie. Oh, cool. He plays a used car salesman. It's awesome. So, yeah. I'll definitely be checking that out. Yeah, sidetrack you, mate. Sorry. <laughs> hey, yeah, let's, uh, let's, call, let's cut this short story long. Yeah, big time. Another thing I noticed, see monster down there, the monster word? Yeah. It's a typo. It's meant to say mutster. <laughs> well, that could work too, wouldn't it? You know how I say there's an EH on every cover? Yeah. See the, the letters E-H in Street Machine? Yes. It happens to be a 149 as well in this uh, in this cover if you have a look. All right, I'm scanning. I'm scanning. Okay. Well, I'll give it to you. On the barcode, you'll see the last three numbers are 149. barcode? Who looks at the barcode? <laughs> oh, you have a look at the barcode. So, no, I don't. Well, the, the letters change. The ones down the right-hand side change. See how it says 12? That denotes the December issue. So as it goes through each month, it's, it goes from 1 to 12. Obviously, that's a December. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when top, I, say, yeah. I always check the numbers down the bottom to make sure there's not like a 253. So that's going to be a, a message, that, like uh-huh. our Freestones, a Freemasons message. If ever you guys see a 253 down there, 
you know, with Storm Street Machine offices. <laughs> you know, the, the Gemma Jensen on the cover, you know, that, that might give it away as well. Be a bit of a um, giveaway, I'd say, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, it's getting a bit silly, but uh, get back to the cover. The, uh, the faded bold world monster. You see how it's got the faded white? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the, uh, what's the edition, June, the one with the LJ on it. It's actually got, the, 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 like, the big word down the bottom has actually got chrome surrounding black, like a real muscle car. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. This is the uh, one of the first editions I've seen with a yellow machine. I think it's because of the black background and the silver car. See the word machine? Yes, yeah. It's also, it's the highest I've ever seen the roof set into a H. I think the, the uh, yeah, the roof is set very deep into the H. The car's set mm. very high into the machine. That's uh, But, you know, that's a surefire sign when, say, like the, the actual font or I guess what you call the logo for the magazine has become that familiar and that iconic. You don't need to be able to read all the letters to know what it means. Yes, that's right. You see you the know? red street. That's yeah. The, the as a yeah. party design. Yeah. The other thing I've done is I changed the... See on the right-hand side, the yellow strip of paint yeah. behind the front left wheel. It says 3,000 horsepower twin turbo Monaro built for drag challenge. I just put my pencil above the word drag. So now it reads 3,000 twin turbo Monaro built for a challenge. <laughs> that would be quite a challenge getting a 3,000 horsepower car built. Oh, big time. Logistically, financially, mentally. Yeah, and just trying to actually drive it in the first place. Yeah, a bit beyond me. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. One last thing I'll give you for the covers is actually just something on the rear. We'll have to do the rear cover as well. Up the top of that engine uh, crate motor company. Up the top, there's three badges. There's the Chev Bowtie, the Ford Blue Oval, and the Mopar M. So clearly that makes Ford the double adapter. Well, it goes without saying, doesn't it? <laughs> what do you do for the cover cover? Uh, well... Okay, of course, as we're talking about the Silver HQ Monaro, I guess, look, not being totally specific with this car just to start with, but I think this car and this cover is very symbolic of the car scene at the moment, as in the street machine scene. You know, here you've got this HQ, it's a tidy, very, it's basically a show-worthy car. Okay, it's not like an elite build, but it's pretty fucking close. Like, you know, it's quality build. It's, it's nicely finished off. I mean, look at the firewall and stuff. You can see all that's been smoothed off. It's obviously got the brakes, you know, pedal hidden away for room and all the rest of it. So I'm going to say it's show worthy, okay? Yep. If that was, you could, you could put the thing on show just from yep. what I know about it from seeing pictures and all the rest of it. It's quick at the drags, but it's also drivable on the streets. And for anyone who says that, oh, this isn't a street car, you just got to look to see how many kilometers and the conditions cars like this and other cars do. You know, four street machine drag challenge and also drag challenge weekend. That's their fucking answer. And if they don't see that, they're just blinded by their own yeah. wankerism, I think. <laughs> it's wankerism a word. It is now. But look, I think with this car, the engineering of it impresses me. Like, it's so neatly done. And the fact is, it's engineering for actual performance and for its intended use. It's still really neatly finished. And I think that's a really good thing about it. It basically ticks all those boxes between show car, race car, street car. Yeah, so very impressive. And like I said, very indicative of the car scene in my eyes at the moment, especially at this end of it. And it's funny, you know, especially since Drag Challenge and Drag Challenge Weekend have become such big events, you know that events are really taking off and creating momentum of their own when people start building cars specifically for them, whether it be the nostalgia drags, whether it be power crews, and people actually go to the point where they build a car specifically for an event, that's when you know that event's got credibility and the event's got you know a really strong following. So that's very cool. And the thing I also love, it's funny how a tow bar has now become a, a symbol of like street cred. It's almost like a bragging right. Yeah, that's you right. Know, yep, yep. Whereas a tow bar years ago, it's the first thing you took off a car when you bought it. <laughs> Yep. Right, it's now become like a, it's like a bragging right. Yep. Yeah, which I think is really cool, actually. Yeah, so phallic symbol. 
<laughs> from, the fa- from the phallic side, it is a HQ uh, two-door with a reverse cow too, so that does it for me at the most basic level. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it hot. suits it perfectly yeah, too. Right. I mean, it goes that whole era. I mean, look at what the Camaros were doing and all the rest of it, but... No, I think it's very cool. That's pretty much all I had for the cover. One thing I would like to see, though, some of these cars running tow bars. I want to see a few tennis balls on there. <laughs> the old yes. tennis ball tow ball cover. Oh, then I'll be, like, yeah. really impressed. So. If you've got a hot car and a tow bar, mm-hmm. please send us a uh, photo. But that is, like, yeah, and we'll uh, show it up on Instagram. Yeah. Like it. Well done. Well played. Sounds good. All right. Rig of the month, mate. What did you choose for this month? Right, I chose uh, Blue Velvet or Big and Low, John Sandman ZB, Fairlane. What page would I find that, sir? If only I'd have written it down, I would be able to tell you this information. I'll edit this out and make it sound like I'm a fucking champion. Oh, why page 44, Simon, of course. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I said ZB. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called, the ZB. 44, so this car is just absolutely outstanding. It's... uh. It's stunning and mental. It's a big barge, you know, 20... Oh, for me, it's going to be the 2020 Smutty Choice, but I say that 12 times a month, basically, the next new thing that I <laughs> gush about. Yep. But um, uh, this thing is awesome. I wonder what the last car that wasn't an XY featured in Street Machine uh, that did have a shaker. So what a non-XY with a shaker was, because this obviously ticks that box. So, and, yeah. Uh, you know, bring the shaker back one of our one of our things. We, we love it. You know, color-coded mirrors. The chrome work is outstanding. Have a look at it. The bumper overriders. It's got... The uh, white interior and yeah. huge rims, which sometimes can be easy to get wrong, but when it's done right, this is why it's done like that. This yeah. is a car that this says, hey, this is how you do massive rims and white interior. To me, in my opinion, it cars absolutely nailed it. Look, I kind of agree with it. I think definitely the fact it's a bigger car, like a long wheelbase, it really, you can pull off big diameter rims and stuff like that compared to, say, something stumpy like and short. Yeah, yeah right. you can, that's I don't know, it seems, proportion-wise, seems to work really well. That's a, that's a good point. It's uh. So stance in car terms, in modified streetcar terms, is very comparative to what I call composition in art. It, a lot of these cars, especially elite level cars, are art. There's a lot of art. And people say, oh, this is our sport, the bits and pieces. I think it's our art more than our sport. I think it, it, elite is closer to an art, automotive art, mate. When you see some of them auto salon or elite cars, yeah, the, the, the way the guys can put them together, it's like a fair lane to just fair, fabulous. And I do have a soft spot, especially if, uh, if this was a little bit purple, it could be a Slim Dusty clone. Oh, we know you love a Slim Dusty Fairlane. Hey, quick question. I was just curious. If you look on page 47, you've got him filling up, and it says here, John Welder up the fuel fill on the quarter panel, had to figure out another solution, so he hinged the tire lock, which then needed to be narrowed for clearance, necessitating LED bulbs. So I think when they're talking about the narrowing, I think he must be. they must be meaning like the depth of the tire lamp. I can't imagine that oh, the actual yeah. tail lamps, if you look at them like it, face yeah. on, that they've been narrowed. I can't imagine that'd be thing. It must be the actual depth of the perhaps the bucket. I just wasn't hundred percent sure on that. And I could see if you use an LED pack, then that'd give you a bit more room. But I just wasn't sure. I think they mean yeah, like narrowed as in the depth of the body must be narrowed. Anyway, I'll have to clarify that somewhere along the lines. But if I can just quickly say too, I look at that engine bay on page forty-seven, and having the shaker and the blower and it all jammed onto the bonnet, it reminds me of. Was, I think it was Doc Thornton. I think his surname was Thornton. He built an XYU with a ZD front in the 80s. It was like blue and it had gold auto drags on it. And it maybe had gold bumpers or color-coded bumpers. Real famous car. He got a fucking 671 and twin carbs under a shaker. Like the shaker sat like a bit higher yeah, than yeah, factory. Yeah. By modifying the crossman, we got the whole thing jammed down really low. Yeah, that was a really cool ute, that thing. And I dig this how... 
with this bank going back to the ZB, how yeah, the tail light comes out, kind of like a '56 Chev or you know Ian Hazel's HG wagon. That's, That's what I was thinking of. I knew you'd know the name. <laughs> I knew that in the it's the photos in the um, in the feature, the, fo- the photos in the Holden holding yard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, all yeah. the VKs. Yeah. Have you got a ring in the month, I do actually. Um, now, of course, I don't have the page either, but it's actually. I'll just oh, I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> Okay, page 66, Good Time Charlie. It was um, Charlie Toomer's 68 Dodge Charger. Now, as I think maybe back in episode one, I remember, I think I told you that a 68 Dodge Charger was in my top five all-time cars, like black 68 Charger. So straight away, this car ticks that box because it's black, it's a 68. I just love the shape. I think it's super tough. The fact it's got a big cube Hemi helps a lot as well. Um, look, I'd settle for a 318 hairdresser's version if I could, meant I could have a 68 Charger. But, you know, look, this car's probably a little bit too much for me as far as horsepower, as far as the massive wheels and all the rest of it. But I wouldn't say no to it, that's for sure. Like, I'd probably build something a little more subtle, but that's only because I'm useless at driving high-performance cars, so that's probably why. But it's super tough. I mean, fucking have a look at it. Every angle, it looks killer. Like, it looks badass. All that shit hanging through the bonnet... The rear shot, where it looks like the back tyres are actually touching each other, the diff housing must be about as wide as, you know, like a pumpkin. So, yeah, I think it's a super cool car, so hats off to him. And I just love the interior. And the thing I love, too, it's right-hand drive. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. I dig that. I I just dig that. It just seems to, I don't know, make life easier. But the fact that he's gone to the effort to actually convert it to uh, right-hand drive, I think, is an excellent thing. And probably, you know, yeah, I think that's probably the big thing. And I just love keeping those little features. One thing I always love about Dodge Chargers, if you look on page 70, see on the console, it's got like the interior lights in there. Yeah, right, I've yeah. always loved that about them. And I love them, they have a thing called a TikTok tack, where it's actually got like the clock and, t- and taco in one. Combined. Yeah, right. which is very cool as well. But look, that was my choice for Rig of the Month. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's kind of just a cool car all around. Yes. A couple of things about that. The photo on uh, page 66. By, uh, oh yeah, Matt Everingham. No matter what, in most situations, you are going to have a way bigger cock than anybody if that's you driving that car. No matter who you come across, except you know maybe you know, John Holmes. Yeah, or you know that your cock is going to be so massive driving that. The other comment I've got, I will hold, but it actually is on page sixty-nine, dude. Which is our uh, our new column. I'll leave that comment until we get to sixty-nine, dude. Okay, you just know I love to play the Bill and Ted opener, that's why. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> this, I know this one's going to be tricky and this one's going to be voluminous, but man, give us, try and give us a few of your tough shots. This magazine is just full of them. Ooh, okay, I did struggle a bit trying to keep them to, you know, I try and keep it down to five. So what I do is I trade a bit, like if I maybe do a few less special mentions, I might add the leftovers to tough shots. But look, starting at the start, the tough shots... I'll get you to flick to page 30, please. Yep. Okay, Matt McGillow's HQ Statesman, that left rear three-quarter shot, very tough. And congratulations to Matt also for getting uh, winning Street Machine of the Year. I think that's awesome. I, I, when I say I'm surprised, I don't mean that in a negative way because I love this car, but I'm kind of surprised at one. I'm really glad at one. It really shows that, like he mentioned, you know, cars that are driven and engineered and all the rest of it, maybe that's what people are kind of getting keen on, whether that's an offshoot yeah. of Drag Challenge and all the rest of it. You know, cars are actually out and about and not just doing the show scene. Maybe that's what is making them more popular. Yeah, it could be that or that massive fucking engine inside the world's toughest looking fucking statesman. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, look, that was um, my first time shot. You know what? I'm never going to hear the end of this of what I'm going to do next. I need you to go back to page 25. Oh, for fuck's sake. I missed the first one. Oh, don't worry time. about it. I'll, hold on. See if this... <laughs> 22, 23, 20... Oh. Yeah. Hey, what I've done here... I went through and I picked that and I thought, fuck it, I'll bet you Simon does it. So I moved on. Oh, wow, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did, yep. Okay, page 25. Doug Hawkins, of course, his Mustang. We've talked about this a bit over the years. And uh, and just have a look at the fucking photo. You can see yep. why. Tough as... Tough as, and yeah, I'm just glad that they still roll photos like this out when the when the need arises, you know, to remind people of what our street machining sports started from. Now you you have a look at this Mustang straight away. The wheels, the flexi flares in the back, the world's hugest spoiler on the boot lid, injection through a bonnet scoop, front spoiler. Great to see that done. So you know, look, I've raved about this car enough over the years, but yeah, oh, that was a just great angle, great shot. Centerpiece aerial color coded mirrors. BF uh, TAs, yeah. Yes. Can't go wrong. The reason that's, like, when you said you're glad that they keep this photo and roll it out, this is fucking cash for Street Machine. That photo, they own it. So it, for them, it sits in a vault and they get it out and they go, can somebody in gloves go and get the photo of, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, Doug Hawkins' car. Yeah, Especially yeah. now that it's a fully restored, boring <laughs> Mustang that you walk past at a show. Can we, Barney, if you're listening, can we put a fucking yellow Chevy badge on that, please, Cobber? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the purists. Rightio, next one, mate. If you can flick forward, please, to page 59. Yep. Bottom right, you've got uh, the photo of the Opal Ascona with a yep. 565 big block. I'm just trying to find... Oh, yeah, Robin Johannesson's car. I just... The thing I love about that photo, it just looks tough ass. I don't know. I mean, there's so much going on in such a... What a comparatively small car. Massive motor. Not much of a bonnet. Humongous wheels under the back, towing the trailer. I just think that's a tough shot, hence the name. Really, at the end of the day, the drag week, any drag week or drag challenge feature always has just basically, you can just call the whole article yeah, tough shots. Exactly. You know, exactly. but I'm really trying to be specific in, in this particular thing. Flick over to page 63, please, mate. Gotcha. Down the bottom, the bitchin' Gasa Ranchero of Jared Scott. Like, that's super tough. 540 cube Hemi. Blowing Hillborn stack injection with Holly EFI, five speed, nine inch, great combo, tough looking car, awesome paint. It just doesn't fucking get any better than that. Like that, I would just be, that is just perfection for me, that car. I think crossover cars, what I call crossover cars, so I'm not somebody who I would say is in the gases. I'm somebody who appreciates them, and I love that car. It's like guys that don't like SS Commodores, and they see one and go, wow, that's actually a really nice car. You know the crossover Appreciate cars? Appreciate it, yeah. yeah. Cars that push you out of your genre, but you still enjoy it. Mm. You know, that's what I... That thing... Is that a gold flake? Yeah, down the yeah, sides, yeah. That is absolutely crazy, and green, and then fat tyres, and... Is it wheelie bars in the trailer? <laughs> oh, <is> that... <laughs> it could be. It actually, I think you're right. <laughs> I have to get it my magnifying glass, but yeah, no, actually, I think you're right. I've been front end. Man, it's quick too, that thing. Uh, that would be so enjoyable to drive with them wheelbarrow wheels and that blower and the I-beam front end. You have to fucking have a set of body arnies to drive that. Big time. And I remember speaking ages ago, must have been when we were talking about 987. We were talking about, you know, like vice versa. Of course, the vice yep, versa yep. we do, which I'm looking forward to getting back into. We talk about, uh, I talked about 
say buying Greg Carlson WBU and I was saying about how running you know like the inject injection but actually EFI and yeah. that's what I love about this thing too so for all intents and purposes it's Hillborn stack, stack injection but it's got highly EFI so oh, it looks right, so spot yeah. on but would obviously make it heaps more drivable and just reliable especially if you're doing events like Drag Week I enjoy so, that side I enjoy somebody because you can just put highly EFI on whatever you want but when you go to the effort to make it look like like the guy yeah. the guy that does the um has he done the LS to look like a big block or the big block to look like an LS? Remember there's an engine that we talked about? Oh, LS to look like a big block. Yeah. Or, and you see him, like my mate Paul, he's got um, a HG Monaro and it's got the, he's actually got a VN headed 355 in it, but he, he the actual engine looks like the 253. Like he's put the, the oil filler that goes in at the front of the inlet manifold. Yeah. He's got that and he's, he's actually made adapters so he can put standard tapper covers onto VN heads. It yeah. looks super cool. Maybe he's sending me some text. It does. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. So I no. like that tricky stuff it's because it's just easy to go and use the stuff that's already out there and just who gives a fuck what it looks like. I want the thing to run 700 horsepower and fucking, you know, nine seconds or whatever. It's really good when people give a fuck about the aesthetics as well. Yeah, I agree. 150,000%. How about you, mate? Oh, actually, sorry. I've got one more tough shot. If you flip to page 138. Yep. Arby smoking Paul 440 in the Urban Warfare, his column there. This is a great photo of his VG, I think. Looks really good at Willow Bank. Yeah, so I just like that, of course, being a bit of a hardtop aficionado as I am. But no, it's just a great photo. Well, I've picked that in a different section as well, so I won't give any comment till we, till we get to that, but it is a great photo, and I'll tell you why when we get to um, to that section. No worries, mate. Hit me with your tough well, shot. Thank you for uh, uh, putting your tough shot on a, uh, on a dike, so I can still see you've got like 15 or 20 left all scribbled out in pencil, but... Um... <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Right, our tough shots. Page 7879. Oh yes. Holy fuck, that looks competition as fuck. If that's a word, I'm using it. But just with his with his uh, Simpson helmet, he's strapped into the thing, the blower looks fat, the engine looks serious. It's not an altered for altered sake. That thing is serious, man. It's uh Big time. One of my mates that works in drag cars telling me that uh, I can't remember the he might work in fuel cars, I think, top fuel. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they've actually changed the angle that you're allowed to lay your, your header pipes back because they have found an advantage in laying them back. That's how aerodynamic... Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, is that for your yeah, aerodynamics that's how it works in uh, Al Andrews. Good day, Al. But um, page 83. Yes, sir. So down the bottom, Banshee, AA fuel dragster. Have a look at that car. Yeah, super tough, isn't it? So what do you reckon that guy does? When he hasn't got that car, he might go, I might go put my dick real close to a fucking lathe or a drill press or something. You know, you just, you just look at that and you think to yourself, where the hell do your legs go? Oh, you know, what do you got basically a leg down each side of the transmission, hey, isn't it? Scary shit. Lieutenant Dan driving that fucking thing. <laughs> but, but, but he's got... Lieutenant Dan. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's got the best front wheels a 1971 CB Honda 250 can supply. <laughs> And look at the size of the, uh, what's three-rod steering principle? What's that rod called? I can't think of it. It's Ackerman rod, is it? The rod that runs down the left-hand side? Oh, Ackerman principle, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's, fuck, man. That guy's got nuts. And look at the massive tyres. So, like, again, I'm not, I haven't been around a, lot, a whole lot of drag racing, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But, no, that's a fucking tough shot. Well done, fellas. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, um, agreed. Page 99, copper. Oh, yeah, this is a bit of a left-of-centre one, as I'm fond of doing Oh, yeah. See the pink Tori up there. Uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, the pink Kiwi or the pink yeah. Tana. Yeah. Have a look behind it. There's a motocross track in field or a supercross oh. track even. Yeah, right. So I just picked that up. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. It must have been a good event and have burnouts in motocross or supercross at the same Or maybe it's just at the same event. Uh, same venue, maybe not the same event, but that's pretty cool. And also, 
the world's mentalist mini. How's the smut on the doors? Is that like smoking mut? <laughs> yeah, smoking a mut. <laughs> no, smoking mut, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's pretty nuts, that mini shot as well. Let's, um, let's go to one, two, five. Meh, 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 one, two, five. <laughs> the, th- the thing is, I've got to stop doing stuff on the theme and try and bear it. You'll, you'll see this is a theme that I, that I talk about a lot. So this is a Sylvia's mother, Nissen. I don't know, Sylvia's mother called, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Isn't it Dr. Hookson? Skyler. Iron. Yes, that's it. But I'm giving this guy tickets. Oh, the same thing. Japanese cars aren't a great deal that I'm into, but I'm into this one. It's cool because it's got the parachute number plate combination. Yeah, yeah. and it's got fat tyres front and rear, which is kind of cool too. And the other thing, it's got, see up uh, the fat up the top, it's got Satan's finger grinder time in case, uh, timing belt cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like having no sticker. I'd like to put something like Gen Y place finger here. <laughs> that's it. See, you can't do it with escorts anymore because there's none, none around. Like two litre escorts, you'd always see them with a the timing cover off. So. And we're Gen X, so for us to put our finger in there, there needs to be a sign saying, don't put your finger in there. Yeah, you know, exactly. Fuck bullshit. There's a, there's a <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Fuckhead. Um, okay, I've got just a little finish page. One, five, three. It's obviously a D-stroke tongue slapper. Notorious. Man, that thing is nuts. It's a great photo. The, the, the photo gives the whole thing power. That thing gives, you know, school kids and teachers nightmares. And obviously, you know, somewhere, I see it's in front of the right-hand side wheel, there's a dozer that's missing a fucking exhaust pipe somewhere. How size that exhaust pipe? Oh, yeah. It's like a downpipe just sitting in there. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely crazy. That's a really tough... That is... It, photos like this is why we originally discussed doing tough photo, uh, tough shots in, in our thong slappers. Okay, so I mean, let's, let's roll through to Action Jackson, mate. Rightio, page 33. If you look down the bottom of page 33 at the left there, the Magillo's LC Tirana. I just, yeah. yeah, it's just a great shot. Great shot. It's it just looks cool. Color. I can just hear that six cylinder. Oh, stop. You know, they always sound so fucking good, those things. Especially with triple carbies and all that. And, and I think I was speaking to Brett Abraham about it. Also, the gear shift in an M21 combined with a, or M20 either, mm. combined with the Holden 6. You can hear the. Boom. You can hear, you, can, you know, you pull it out into the, you know, it's got the, the shift uh, on the side of the gearbox. You can hear it, I can hear it in my mind as perfect, as clear as day when I'm shifting through the gear. It's got that specific six cylinder M21. <laughs> hey, funny, speaking about cars and things you can hear, you can just picture changing gears. When I was an apprentice, we used to work on old high S vans. I think they had like a, was a 3L diesel or a 3L, not 2L, 3L diesel high S vans. It used to be like, um, not Telstra, but that style of van. You know, they'd all be loaded in the back. Yep. And these things, you hear these diesels go up the road, and you hear them, and they used to change gears. It had something to do with, like, the closing the throttle and the intake, or the air cleaner, some bullshit. You'd go up the road, and they go, nah, more. And they used to make this, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They used to make this real specific, more, every time you change gears. I just, yeah, it sticks in my mind. It's a shame it wasn't anything tougher. We used to get in those things when I was an apprentice. And... They had so much weight in the back, and with the diesel manual, it's non-turbo diesel, yeah. it's a normal diesel with a manual. If you pump the gas and you actually timed it to suit the suspension <laughs> thing, we used to get the front wheels off the ground. Like we'd get them hopping like an American lowrider, just go, rup, rup, oh sorry, wink more, wink more. We'd, we'd actually get them hopping down the like down the road. And which front wheels off the ground? <laughs> Can I tell my van story? I don't want to get the you know my story, your story thing going on. But I used to work for an P and Haulage. That's yeah. a mob out at Penrith and uh, for Al Keo. And they had something like that too. It was a, a little diesel van. I don't know what it was. But they kind of say, mate, race over to uh, St Mary's Road. There's something such and such broken down over there. But be careful because a diesel tank behind the seat 
in the little uh, van. Yeah. So, uh, so that, uh, oh, you know, my attention is, oh, okay, yeah, the fuel tank's behind me. I think it must have a rust out line, so they're just, you know, cable tied yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking push. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. with a fucking ripper sniffer motor on it. Yeah, sorry, diesel fuel tank behind the thing. Yeah, behind the seat, like a 20 litre drum of diesel behind the seat, something, oh, I must have a rust out. Yeah, no worries. So, I drive back, it's a bit of a drive, I start driving, look back, oh, three quarters of the tank, I'll make it, no problem. Mm, drive about another 20 minutes, look, you know, five sixths of the tank. Yeah. Way I'm making diesel. So I start thinking about it, I'm like, I'm actually dead. I said, have a look, it's getting close to getting to the top. Fuck, <laughs> why has this happened to me? What they must have said was the return lines rusted out. Oh, <laughs> so they're running nice. the, I figured it out I sat there and I thought so I had to pull over get the fuck of the uh, tip back into the tank and you know there's only a diesel mechanic fucking workshop truck mechanic workshop hey it's the whole thing though the worst cars on the road are the mechanics cars yeah well my attention to detail at listening when somebody says <laughs> such and such and I hear yeah I want a sandwich sorry I didn't mean to trade no yeah. no nothing wrong with that okay next one um, for my action Jackson is page 53 if you have a look Again, just heading back to Drag Week. Down the bottom on page 53, we've got Ben Paganoni in his... Sorry, fucking names, mate. You know what I'm like with names? I'm just going to... Yeah, okay. I'm going to try again. Ben Paganoni. Yeah, okay. We've got Ben Paganoni. Did I get the right? Paganoni? Yeah, that'll do. Ben Paganoni is barrel-powered Mustang running on the bindies there. Like, it's a great shot. Tell me about the car. It's just fucking really cool. Like, it's just, you know, I've never really thought much of these Mustangs. It's not that I didn't like them. I've just never really been exposed to them. I keep, whenever I see them, I think of Charlie's Angels, but I don't know why. You're but always anyway. thinking about Charlie's Angels. Well, I can't help it. You know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah it's Jacqueline a, Smith. <laughs> well, it's a barrier and a Mustang. It's everything I hate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make this my most favourite Action Jackson of the magazine. <laughs> All right, mate, just a few pages forward, please, to page 57. If you look down the bottom, you've got Mikhail Borgnan's LS-swapped 87 Volvo uh, wagon. I don't know. I just think it's fucking cool. It's a great photo, too. It's a real, like a, when I say level launch, like it's just like a, it's going. The main thing about that is, remember that other Volvo we seen, Wheelie? Nope. No, exactly. (laughs) I don't remember that at all. uh, (laughs) How would you not call that thing? What's the guy's name? What's Chevy Chase's name? In the family trucks, the movie. Oh, oh vacation. Yeah, Clark Griswold. Yeah. How could you not call that thing Griswold? <laughs> no, it's awesome. Uh, all right, next action Jackson for me, please, is uh, same page actually, just up, up a bit. Mike Finnegan's Blasphemy 55. Super tough car, running great numbers. Always enjoy, I've like always like basically followed the build of this car, you know, from early yeah. roadkill episodes. Just, yeah, I think it's a super cool car. So, yeah, I like that. Just flick over one page and look about halfway down, you will see the picture of Herschel Croner's twisted 55 gasser launching super hard. Like launching and what looks like smoke off the tyres at the same time. Some serious talk going on there. Fucking oath. Yeah, yeah, twisted by name and nature, I'd say, with that. So what is it? It's a 56 Chev. Yeah, 55, 56 Chev. Have they got a full chassis, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this thing, I don't know what's been done to it to make it... I can't... I th- actually, I think it might be beam, uh, I-beam front end. Yeah, right. Or am I yeah. dreaming? I keep thinking... Is it? I think it's like done like a you know, gas and yeah, an I-beam yeah, front end. Yeah. I can't remember 100% though, unfortunately, but that's pretty normal. Page 78, please. If you flick forward to... That's the uh, Aussie yep. nostalgia thing. 
up the top there, you've got the uh, Henry J of GT Norris. Just that crossed up shot there. I think yep, looks that really looks cool. That does look awesome. That that's it. again. You're choosing the real. This is the whole idea of action, Jackson. You're choosing the torque and the power. Yeah, the yeah. And just well cars. Done, yeah. That I just like that style of build, of course. Yeah. And lastly, mate, if you could go to page eighty-four. Do you think in that one you just said he might be trying to turn right to go back and get his fucking radiator? <laughs> and sorry, what page? <laughs> Maybe page eighty-four. This is one I've actually chosen in previous issues. You know, over the years. The uh, Steve Costas 57 Chev wheels up 57 Blazer Blaster, sorry, down there. Just dig that. Always a great car to yeah. watch. Yep. I like the, the leaf spring I beam in that. That looks cool. It does, it does. Yep. See, he's got his radiator. He's already been back and he's out again. Yeah, they fucking forgot to put his headlights in. He must come to where you and I work. Ah, <laughs> 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 no, headlights, we do that next Thursday. <laughs> How about you, mate? You got some Action Jacksons there, please? No, I didn't do any. Oh. Redmond, Redmond Gus over here. <laughs> Sorry, Gus. You know I love you. You've, the photos, I've, personal photos I've sent you is proof. Right there, page nine. Redbeard Telfer. The What's he called, his thing? Uh, nothing. But uh, have a look at the photos down the bottom. Yep. yep. The reason I've called this Action Jackson is have a look at Vince on the far right. Yeah. He has dead set just dropped his guts. Hasn't he had a look at he's, look? he's got that look yeah, in his face. He's gone, oh, fuck, I can't believe it. I bet you Kerry won't be giving the thumbs up in about five wafted seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at this. Tell me oh, I'm wrong. Oh, oh, mate. Is this the first time the street machine of the year trophy is going to be dropped because he's <laughs> overcome by dad? <laughs> fuck? I think so. Yeah. I managed to drop... Yeah, actually, I won't do that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, good, good one, Vince. We love a fart here at Dong Slappers. We do, we do. Fart slapper? Yeah. Oh, the fast side of the competition. I'll have to get back into that. Yeah. Right. Okay, 22. Chad Reed's number. Australia's one of oh, Australia's greatest ever supercross rider. Kiwi Dave, if you're listening. Right Or listening, depending on what you're doing. 22. Yes. Same flick written by Thong Slapper Simon Major. Yes, sir. Right over the... Uh, Patrick Swayze uh, manually, manually checking his fuel level here. It's uh, them early Peterbilts are notorious for their fuel gauge in the fuel center, <laughs> so he's actually just being a truck driver and being, you know, hop, what is it, hopped up, as you call it. <laughs> he's going, I don't need to stop to check my fuel, so he's got out to, uh, to check the fuel. The other cool thing is have a look at the vertical wheelbarrow handle exhaust on it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, perfect. I think that's pretty cool. I paid 59. I keep wanting to say 59, dude, whenever you say 59. <laughs> Bottom left hand side. Oh yes, yeah. Got, man, I love seeing a V-dub bonnet flared and raised like that. You can never <laughs> see enough of him, eh? Right, page sixty-one. Yes, Tom sir. Tom Bailey, man, Captain America. That that photo is just—that's America right there for me. He's he's drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. He's playing a Stratocaster guitar. He, like that's fuck America right there. I love that photo. Yeah, it is. That's where you get away with America. Copper probably pull him up and. Book him for fucking not having a high enough caliber handgun or something, fucking thing. That's pretty cool. Right, Alan, uh, 138. That's uh, Arby's poor 440 that we spoke about. Yes. Right, so that's actually Arby competing in a tractor pull. See the deer John behind him? Oh, yeah, right. He's actually, no, he's, he's carting that down the tracks. So I think that's pretty cool. Have a look at the rear seat in the middle. Have you ever seen this car? Or do you know, see it's got one seat in the rear? Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I've never really taken any notes. That'd be for Esky Master on, on a road trip, you know. That's the, where the guy... Oh, can, so if we had that car, yeah. that's where um, Benny Hewlett would be sitting. He, he's the cap, Benny Hewlett, our captain of arms and bars. But uh, And I'd be in the passenger seat and you'd be the uh, designated driver until about 14 k's in the trap when me and Benny would be the designated fucking hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> 
<laughs> I promise I wouldn't spray with rocks when I nailed it yeah. when I took off. You can't keep that promise. You just fucking can't. <laughs> what I like about Poor 440 is everything. Absolutely. And that's a great yeah. article where he's talked about tuning it. And I'm not into the electronics, but obviously being Arby, he is r- that is a really well-written article. That's kind of, it reminds me a lot in prose or in terms of uh, uh, William Porker. Yeah. That's yeah. As, it doesn't lose me. The article doesn't lose me. And I love that car. I love Mr. Dodgy. There's a real place for that style thing. Uh, what do I call him? A muscle bruiser? Uh, what do I, you and I talked last year about it. I was going to write an article and I, it's half written. Uh, a, bru- a street bruiser or something. I invented a genre, obviously. Okay. For, for yeah. Mr. Dodgy, for poor 440, for the stuff that I'm not going to say what that faded paint's called, where you can strangle me. Rat Rod Patina Barn Fine Top Knot yeah, Pop Up Shop. Mm. There's a real place for a car like that. And it's uh, so, okay, uh, let's roll through to page 150 have a look up there at the photo by top left by john tommy fidel castro helping someone do a burnout in a falcon <laughs> actually got a photo of him mate that's pretty cool i actually had this as a uh, special mention so because i ran out of the room in action jackson and tough shots i just put in a special mention so i'll just talk about that now as well love that photo that's full old school the whole especially the guy pushing the car mate you know yeah. keeping her in line yeah, and that looks like a pro peg. Well, no, to it me, the looks like, side, yeah. yeah, it looks like both tyres are kind of spinning if you look close, but the mark on the road is definitely pro peg. Yeah, I think I'd say. I think that right, I think it's just it's maybe just a bit of wafting. Yeah, yeah so go the pro peg. If you've got any great pro pegging photos, send them to us. Please do. Love it. The other, the, the last one of my uh, Action Jackson's is a photo directly under it by Chez Images, Stocker. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to say a word because I can only spoil that photo. It's a great shot. Fuck. Yeah. No, I love it. I'm loving this whole mono. Uh, well, it's not mono because it's got two wheels at the back. I guess wheel stand's probably closer to it. Yeah, sweet. What have you got? Uh, do you want to do for special mentions, my friend? Mate, if you could flick back, please, to page 28. In your Facebook, Raptor Classic. Now, uh, that's Shane Trapscott's HT Monaro, fucking purist Australia wide. Great car. Love yeah. what he's done to it. Loves what he, I love what he does with the car. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's a great shot. Special mention. Love his work. This car's been getting around for years. And he couldn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. He's out there having the time of his life in this car. It's not just sitting in a garage collecting dust. So, good on you, Shane. Love your car. Love your work. Hope you made it to the Cape and back safe and sound. But see some of these shank, shank rippers in here that have wrote a comment like, oh, he's wrecked it or whatever. What a waste. See, Colin... Dupson, and we'll call him Colin Dopeson. He's written What a Waste on Facebook. I bet you if I pull up, oh, he's the owner, I beg your pardon, what's his name? Shane. If Shane pulled up next to Colin Dupson, said, Do you want to go for a drive here? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love Chris C. His comment, I can hear the keyboards from here. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I think it's a really cool thing. And hey, of look, course, mates of original yeah, bomb slappers. That's right. If the purist is cool as a hatch hutch, good on you, well, you, you know what we say at, uh, at the thong slappers? The purest style custom, disturbia style it back. Oh, trying your hardest, that's for sure. Um, Rightio, page 81, thanks. Top left of the page, we have Paul Shembury's 58 Voxel Gasser with a blind Y block. I just dig the car. I've followed it for a few years now, and I just think it's really cool. You know I'm a, just a Gasser fan, especially when they're like locally built ones as well. So, no, that car, I've seen it evolve over time, and... I just think it's a really cool thing. Can I ask you an encyclopedia disturbia question? Sure can. How, or no, not why so much, but how do they do the yellow windows and the different coloured windows in the gases? Well, perspex. Oh! As in like plastic, yeah. See, on old days, because it's obviously a street car, 
I just tinted the, the glass blue. Like cotton. You can get blue tint? You used to be able to. Now you can still buy it, but it's got like a mirror finish through it, which you like can't use. Chrome, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I mean, I mean, when I did that like 20 years ago, you could buy just a normal blue tint. You could buy a red tint. You could just buy like colours, like plain colours. Without any fucking like millennial extra pizzazz jam yeah. through it. It was just a simple, simple colours. Did you yeah. tint them yourself? Oh, I got a mate of mine as a window tinted to do it. Did they pull the windows out, the tinted? No, no. I've had no. like 50 cars, like 10 cars windows tinted. I've never actually watched them do it. Yeah, no, he just, just basically does it. Oh, it's being pillarless helps too. Yeah. But he just did on the spot. And there was no way I was going to attempt to do a hard top rear window by myself <laughs> because they're curved and con- well, concave and curved. They're like, what do you call it when you've got like multiple curves? Like, anyway, it's like that. There was no way I was going to. He actually made up a template and did it and. Yeah, it's still mint 20 years okay. later. Sorry, yeah, sorry to get all sidetracked. No, you're right. Just on page one there, see that, uh, is it FJ or something? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Barney reckons that's what his dog looks like when he comes home, leaving a sump as the tongue. <laughs> jumping up at the... It looks like a tongue and eyes, doesn't it? Yeah, very cool. Righto. Uh, okay, next one was page 92. Rowan Gordon's four-cylinder LJ Tirana with an RB30 in it. Or RB, I think it's an RB30. I did yeah, read it, but yeah. I forgot. It's an RB, I'm not yeah, I just think it's a really cool, just fucking great combination. I really like the like the wheel in it, the Minari wheel, steering wheel. I just think overall, it's a cool car. It, 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 it's just it so is. different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, nice work on that one, definitely. Brown rice by yeah. Ian Kelly. Get a Ian spelt with a silent nine. How are you, from my friend? And oh, lastly was just that Jason Tomey pick of the XA doing the Pro Pegger. <laughs> That's me for special mentions. You got anything there, mate? Please. I sure have got one. Turn to page one thirty, please. I'm not going. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> right, you got to have the post removed. You don't. Don't remove. Don't remove your post now. But I'm, if, if at home your post is not removed, yep. remove your poster. So have a look. Turn over one page to page one thirty-two to yeah. dirty stuff by William Porker. Yeah. As a tribute to Mad Magazine, fold William Porker's page in half. Yes. Bring Bob Cockmel and William Porker together and look. They're kissing. Look. <laughs> And William, William saying, is Adam Arosa a speed calculator in your pocket? Or are, you, are you glad to see me? Are you just glad to see me? That's my little Mad Magazine folder with half special mention. Okay, um, page 151. Oh, sorry, I didn't pull Bob and, uh, and William apart. William, great writer. Love his stuff. Get off me. Yeah. You, notice, you notice what William Porker calls uh, cans of beer in his article? Lynn 63. <laughs> Very cool. 151, yes. Have a look at the photo right in the middle of the insert of John O'Sherub's little cherub. Look at their little cheeks and the, <laughs> the comment there is, the little one thinks this is the greatest magazine they've ever eaten. It's so cool. <laughs> Very is, cute that, photo. That is an excellent photo. Yeah. Um, 152. Yeah. Oh, have a look at James Seymour. See the photo up the top right-hand side? Yeah, of the Cortina. Have a look behind the girl in a uh, fluoro pink shirt. Yeah. There's an XR Honda behind it. Oh yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what I'm giving this a special mention. I'm saying more power to you, buddy. Don't yeah, see enough XRs cool, anymore. Yeah, there's lots of cool toys there. Dying, but yeah, there is lots of cool. So he's a he's a member of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen for owning an XR Honda. Nice, mate. If you've wrapped up with uh, special mentions, I just want to quickly ask you what your poster child was before I get into my new favourite segment. Oh, definitely the the Fairlane, absolutely. And that was a hard one because the photo on the back of the drag car is very very tricky. Yeah, you know, so it was it could it was almost going to be one of those six month things, uh, six uh, fifteen day things where I flip it over in the middle of the month. But that fair lane is just so it's a good photo. It's a it's an excellent moving action, Jackson. It's yeah. What did you pick for the 
Uh, the um, Camaro. Tom Bailey. Yeah, just because it's such a crazy thing to see on the road. Sort of why I went with that. How about a reader's ride, mate? Did you have a reader's ride sorted? Absolutely. Okay, 142 is Darren Lawler's 59 Mark II Ford Escort. I started to pick a few comments and bits and pieces, and I decided just to read the article. Sorry, I've got to, I've got to stop you there. It's a ziffer. Oh, it's a ziffer, bro. That's what our New Zealand friends call him, a ziffer. Fuck. I just wanted to say ziffer. That's all you can call it, whatever you like, but I just need to say ziffer. But you know the Kiwi vowels, A-A-A-I-U. <laughs> but I, I, the thing that struck me about it, <laughs> it's a great photo. But listen to how much of one of our tribe is. Listen to, uh, so this is the writer. I've owned my ziffer. <clears throat> Sorry, I've had my Ziffer for eight years, bro. I bought it complete and eventually rebuilt the engine and transmission to suit. I found the engine block in a garage on a farm just out of ACT. It's a 347 Windsor that he fitted with a turbo cam and comp cams. All the parts came from Summit in the USA. I fitted a set of eBay source turbos at first just to see if I liked them. I did, exclamation mark. So then I contacted a mate of mine who owns Fishwick Exhaust and he sorted new manifolds and new turbos, wastegates, blow valves, screamer pipes, job done. The motor is backed by a C6 Auto and Nine Dinger. Jake Edwards tuned it, of course. Jake's got some, some stuff. Definitely yeah. prize, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Jake Edwards tuned it for me. We achieved 150 horsepower at the wheels, including uh, with under 10 psi, still with no intercooler. This is the part where it really gets me. Future mods will include a full red leather interior and water meth injection, and maybe fuel injection and some independent front suspension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, is that all? You know, but I, I think that's just our tribe. So if you ask anybody about the car, they don't go, oh, it's really good, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> oh, mate, look, I chose that for my Rears Rocket as well. Have a look at the photo at the page, top of page 143, or the two photos. It's just the fattest fuck with those massive yeah. tyres. So, yeah, I actually remember this car from being around the traps for quite a few years. So it's very cool. Very the, much like it. The uh, soundtrack I put to this was Fly Away on my Zephyr. Ah, Red Hot yeah, Chili Peppers. Nice, nice. All right, mate. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? Page 69, dudes! <gasps> what do you got for me for page 69? 69, dude? Yes, I, I remember it was, of course, the uh, 69. Like this entire page, the, the thing that got me with this page, of course, being 69, was, you know, the, the white knight on the white stallion, is it St. George or someone mythical like that? Yeah. This fucking thing ate the horse and St. George hole. <laughs> I think you're right there. Straight down the intake, the whole fucking lot. That's evil. That's an excellent. Uh, well, one, two, three, four, five photos and one, two, three, four uh, caption. Like two, uh, nah, great photo. Just a great boom capture. It's like this thing ate the fucking white knight. I like actually you say, you know, down the bottom, you've got those photos showing little detail areas. Like you've got the world's deepest dish rims. You've got the um, sly little coil over shot when you look at the back with the yep. exhaust. Like those exhausts you could run basketballs through. And of course the interior, like we were talking about before, the right hook, so... No, it's pretty cool. Wicked profile. Yeah, tough car. How cool are 68 Dodge Charger taillights as well? Yes, they are pretty cool. You know Very what? Very cool. They'd be no good on a UC, though. Actually, what, that'd be the, in a dash of a UC. That'd be a blinker indicator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all pressure light. Yeah, all pressure light in a UC. Oh, the other thing about that car, the Pro RT yellow and black number plates. Yeah. So that's obviously an option. Now, or they just show plates, one or the other, but I'm really liking personalised black and white or white and yellow plates at the moment. Yeah, no, nice. That's definitely a go. Well, that's sweet, mate. Hey, that wraps us up for our review of the December 2019 issue of Street Machine magazine. Um, anything you need to add just with life in general or anything I just exciting to happening? Add to all the readers that are actually reading a magazine with us, just make sure you separate uh, Bob and uh, William Porker before you close your magazine up. Mm, yeah, you know, you could be inciting violence there. <laughs> Better be careful. 
bit of homoeroticism. <laughs> hey, just before we go, actually, Redmond, I was going to read out some feedback from a fellow called uh, Stuart Perry. G'day, Simon and Redmond. Just wanted to give you guys some good feedback on the podcast. My mate Shannon, Tough253, Heath of Manta Mirage fame. We know Heath very well. Good yes. bloke. And Graybo have been hassling me to listen to you guys, and I finally got onto the podcast last week, and I'm up to episode 20 already. Love it. I'm 33, have grown up with cars and Aussie movies like The Big Steel, Running on Empty, and so on. I actually own a Don Caravan, the same as the one they used in the movie. My grandparents bought it new. We built the driveline of my dad's DeSoto when I was a kid, and since then I've been hooked. I fixed up my grandfather's 74 Transit van for my piece, which now runs a warm 250 Falcon 6, turbo 700 auto and disc brakes. We did all the work, including a custom engine adapter my brother made on dad's mill. That's fucking cool, that eh? That's excellent. And that's, out, yeah, big time. And thinking outside the square, too, especially, you know, like, Transit's had gearing of death. Yeah, right, low. Overdrive would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. I saved up for four years, and when I was 19, I bought my genuine XB GT four-door. I've driven it 45,000 miles since. It tows, travels interstate, and I race it. It's now running an LPG 400 horsepower, alloy-headed 351 I built with my brother and some mates, backed by a top loader and 9-inch. Final point, short story long to quote you guys. I used to be mainly into restoring, but that has me waning. Oh, hang on, sorry, I'm really scared. I knew he was about to say wanking. I was going to say, fuck, well, I get that. No, I'm sorry. Freudian slip. Final point, short story long to quote you guys. I used to be mainly into restoring, but that has been waning recently, and I've been thinking about giving the XBGT an 80s rebirth, and your podcast has tipped me over the edge. Yeah. Awesome, our work is done. Over the next couple of years, I'm going to collect bits to make it into an 80s street machine. I'm thinking Simmons V5s, front spoiler, stripes, headlight covers, column taco, lambswool seat covers, etc. Hey, don't forget to put that thing, the, the garter belt hanging from the rear view mirror. <laughs> I'm sure it'll annoy the purists much more than me driving and hard, which already annoys them quite a bit already. Thanks for the great podcast and hope you guys are doing well. Cheers, mate. Also, if you guys are ever down in Melbourne, drop us a note. I'm sure we can arrange to get you around a few workshops for a chat and some beers with a bunch of Gen Y Thong Slappers fans. Cheers, Stuart. Thanks for that, Stuart. Great getting feedback. All right, folks. Hey, thanks for joining us for episode 36 of the Thong Slappers podcast. Hey, we should get back into some years as well. I mean, we had some more car stuff to do in 987. Or were you keen to start off in a bit of a fresh year and do something something else? I'm, I'm happy with either. The thing that really hurts about 87 is the Holden 6. Mm, true. Maybe we need to go into that in a bit more detail. What do you think? VL. And the, the worst thing was how fucking good were they? <laughs> Well, that's right. It's not that like they went backwards, no. is it? Although, we have, have you seen one of those RB30s and, you know, like a concrete agitator or, you know, an ambulance or a fucking on a farm? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Or seen it sitting in a paddock for 20 years. Actually, probably would start up. Who am I kidding? That's why the old man, like, obviously, Brian Paintman, Paintman, that's why he says he's 76 and he's actually 77 because he refuses to meet at the year 1989 oh, and they wow. killed the whole six. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. That explains it. Yep. Yeah. Good shit. All right, mate. Hey, thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the Thong Suppers. We'll be back soon with another episode for you all. Of course, if you need to contact us, please email thongslappers at optusnet.com.au or uh, send us a direct message on Instagram as well. You can always do that. And, um, mate, I will chat to you for episode 37. Thanks, so, mate. Take care. Uh, thanks to everybody. Just you know who you are. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Catch you all later. Keeping up with you. 
the Commodore 64, now in a home family pack. A family pack containing the world's number one selling home computer. A data cassette and joystick. A comprehensive teach yourself program plus three additional software packages. The Commodore family pack now available from your Commodore dealers and major retail stores. Now that's value for money. Are you keeping